Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Pat, and uh, welcome back to the final hour of Tip Today. Now, we're delighted to have uh, teamed up with Vodafone to promote their high digital initiative. And uh, if you want to know how you can learn online skills for everyday life, well, this is an opportunity because Vodafone Foundation, in partnership with the organisation alone, they've created online skills training for older people. And uh, the training is available online at highdigital.ie or via in-person classes. And with the right support, you don't have to be scared, they tell me, of technology and you can embrace it. So have a listen to this uh, uh, tip from our Shay. Your smartphone is a wonderful tool, opening amazing ways to connect with friends, family or even businesses all over Ireland and across the world. Whether it's chatting to your family and friends on WhatsApp, grabbing a bargain by safely online shopping or even doing all your daily banking needs through an app, your phone or tablet can help you do it all. If you wanted to learn how to use these features on your device, now you can with High Digital, a free online skills course designed with older people in mind, available in person and online. So, if you're ready to unlock your smartphone's potential or know someone who's always wanted to learn more online skills, go to highdigital.ie or call 1-800-203030 for more information. Brought to you by Vodafone Foundation and alone. Thanks, Shay. And Magella was on to us and she says, just wanted to say well done to all of the organisers even of the session at uh, Tess Burke's in Bursa Cain last night. A lovely intimate gig with uh, John Spillane. They had Sean Kane uh, last month and great to see a venue brave enough to try something new and making a success of it as well. Speaking of gigs, hello to all my lovely friends who turned out last night in uh, Templemore. We had mighty crack. Mighty crack altogether. But I, what happened in Templemore stays in Templemore, you know, but just hello to my friend uh, Joe Noble uh, this morning who was there in all of her glory last night I can tell you. For every problem there's a solution. Dear Phil on Tip Today with Phil Prendergast Good morning Phil Good morning Fran. How are you today? Oh I'm beyond well (laughs) Sparkling, that's what I say I'm sparkling. (laughs) And you are actually sparkling today. There you go now Yes, I'll tell you, it should be television As long as you don't ask me what that colour is you get Karen back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I won't be guessing what colour it is anyway. I I'm a, did I tell you that I'm on the, the spectrum of colour blindness. There's quite a lot of people that would have colour issues. Yeah, they don't recognise it as being colour blind. But I remember my son going one time to to the um, the opti- the the opticians. Yes, and he asked him about um, what do you think of all the different what what do you think of that colour there and Luke said all the different greens is it? All the different greens. The there was different. only one, only one green. <laughs> but he, he could see. Yeah. I went to have that, that sort of digital surgery on your on your eyes and your man gave me the test for it and he said do you realise that you're on the spectrum of colour blindness? Now, yeah. now I'm not completely gone. I mean mm. I can recognise certain colours but now I know all the issues I had with matching clothes over the years and people laughing at me. And, they were and, never laughing at your friend. They were. I was prancing around here one day in a shirt that I thought was grey and people were admiring it. And I said, that, that's fantastic, but it's just a grey shirt. And he said, no, it's pink. 
Oh, right. So anyway, there you go. Anyway, letter number one. I was watching a show on television all about stalking and it frightened the life out of me because it made me wonder if maybe I too am a victim of stalking. I'm a man in my early 30s and a few months ago I met a woman in a nightclub and we had a few drinks and uh, had a kiss and it led to more and uh, when I asked her back to mine for the night. We got up the next morning, I made her coffee, I called a taxi. I thought we were just two people who had a good night and we go our separate ways the next day. She gave me her number, but I thought she was just being polite. I didn't contact her and I had no intention to do so. A few days later, she found me on Facebook and friended me. Same on my other social media platforms. She then started turning up everywhere I went. Sometimes she would come up and say hi. Other times she wouldn't, but I pretended not to notice her. I mentioned it to to a group of friends when we were out one night, and I spotted her ever since they now notice her wherever we go. They like to make jokes and say I have a stalker, but it's really beginning to freak me out. I had a conversation with her one night saying we had a great time, but I don't see it developing into anything. And she fobbed me off and said she's not looking for anything either. But then, why is she following me? She will also message me on my social media most days. She's liked all of my pictures and she got my phone number from LinkedIn and she texts me every day. She's starting to scare me. What should I do? I can't understand how he doesn't know about the blocking button feature on his social media. So he he didn't have to accept her friendship. That was number one. Uh, Now, he went from naught to 100, like in the first meeting, where it was the whole shebang. And, you know, that was it as far as he was concerned. If he's noticing this woman everywhere, when he sent when she sent him a friend request, he accepted. So did so she get the wrong impression then from, possibly, from that acceptance? Possibly, no, I mean, it could have been that he's a normal, polite person. I just thought, you know what, she was good fun and all the rest. I'm not interested in her, though. Um, and just this. But seeing somebody then repeatedly everywhere does appear like there's she's tracking him. Mm. And where he goes, knows now his haunts, knows where he likes to go for a drink, knows where he goes with his mates and whatever. Um, But he needs to block her if he doesn't want any more communications from her. He needs to block her on on the social media. He needs to maybe send a text to her and say, listen, I, I really don't want to be seeing you everywhere I go. You are entitled to be wherever you like. But, you know, I, I've noticed this pattern and it's a bit obsessive. And he's asking you, um, should he be scared? I don't think he should be scared, Fran, because I, I don't think it's that scary. Yes. But it it would be very disconcerting if you had met somebody and it was fairly casual, even though I accept that it was, they had the full well, night. Well, they slept together, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he when she sent him, you know, uh, friended him, she couldn't friend him if he didn't accept it. You can't just friend somebody and just automatically be their friend then. Hmm. That's not that's not what that feature is. And there is a button. So he just needs to um, just say, you could text her if he likes and say, listen, I am blocking you on social media. We're, I'm, we're meeting everywhere. Um, I'm not, I feel like I'm being stalked. Could push it out there. Is it possible though, Phil, that she's just in that circle? You know the way you can be in a, <clears throat> a locality or something. And, and absolutely. If you're of a certain age, you'll be with others a- of that age. Absolutely, but it does seem like, you know, she will message him on his social media most days. They're yeah. not in a relationship. 
Right. So yeah. I just think that she's going outside the boundaries of a very one night stand yeah. occasion for them. And she's liking and all of his pictures, so she's 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 so she's stuff. looking yeah. at his stuff, and he he really should block her from that. He should if he's that concerned, and if he's certainly concerned that he he's being stalked, he certainly should do this. I kind of feel a bit sorry for her because. They ended up in bed together and she, she obviously, you know, she developed feelings for him, I think, to some degree. And maybe she, she's... Um, yeah, but you can't force something no, that isn't there, I, Fran, I, I either. Know, I just feel and a bit sorry for her, that's all. No, you're, you're, because you're a nice person no, and, sure you know. But it's just that he needs to block her because she's she's yeah. getting on his week now. Yes, I know. Do you know? All right, so that's what he should do. Um, it's interesting, but he, he says she's starting to scare me now, but of course he's been watching those movies, has he not? Of course he is, but this fella's in his 30s, like. He's not 18. Do you know what I mean? He's, he, like, he should have some degree of, you know, I mean, you can, you can look at a set of circumstances and you can make what you will of it. And it may be, as you said, that she just happens to move in the same circles, you know, if they're of a similar age or whatever, and he may have never noticed her before this nightclub event um, where they ended up in bed together but like they're not in a relationship mm. and he he accepted her friendship even though he knew the next morning he was a gentleman he got her a taxi good luck bought her coffee and made her a coffee and goodbye now and thanks and that was it as far as he was concerned and I realise that's kind of quite abrupt yes uh, it certainly is abrupt but like she sent him a friend request and he accepted it. He accepted it. it, yeah. So she read something else into, into she, that. She book. saw something or she saw some degree of an ongoing relationship. And she, um, James is making a very interesting point, though. He said, what if the roles were reversed? And it's kind of interesting, isn't it? it? Like, if he was seen to stalk a woman. I think, you see, that would be viewed much more, um, I think it's much more sinister. Mm, yeah. Simply because, but then again, I remember that, what was it that, that um, Michael Douglas was oh, in? I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the Bonnie Boiler, yeah. yes. So uh, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be worried about that. Um, you know, I suppose it's, it's an unusual flip when it's the woman is really chasing the man, but is she? Like you yeah, said, it could be that they just happen to move the same in circles the, the same and now circles. he knows her all the time because she's always there. But he did accept her friendship and he should just not not respond to her or not whatever or just go ahead and block her. All right. Uh, letter number two. Dear Phil, i Number just... two is right. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that will become clear in just a moment, that gag. All right. Dear Phil, I've just started a relationship with a great guy. He's everything I could wish for in the boyfriend. He's handsome, he's funny, he's very considerate and he treats me very well. But there's just one problem. Whenever he goes to the toilet, he leaves the door open. Not just for number ones, but also for number twos. I feel it really disgusting. Um, when he first started doing it, I would just leave the room. But lately he'll do it in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning. So it's obvious that I'm leaving on purpose. I don't know how to handle it. A few times I tried subtly closing the door, but he'd always open it to ask me a question. I feel I've left it too long to say anything, but it really creeps me out. I find it revolting and I really like this guy. So I don't want it to, to put me off him. But I'm wondering, what should I do? Good God almighty. Why wouldn't she just tell him, close 
that door. Why I don't want to, to see me? you. I don't want to smell you. Why I would do you have not. to tell the fool to close the door? Like? Yeah. I think it's really? a, there's a, um, people attending to their ablutions, I think that matter should be dealt with in the privacy of a room where it's designed to do For all sure. that. You certainly don't need um, an audience <laughs> and it's certainly not, com- it can't be comfortable yes. for, for anyone. I mean, and it's who, not conducive to conversation. It, it's it, not. You know? I mean, if you ask me a question on the door, I would say, why don't you just leave that door shut and ask me the question when you come out? I wouldn't, well, I, I would never have had to deal with that situation. Yeah. But I do think that there's an element of decorum that should be maintained between couples and I certainly don't think it's okay to walk... Now, look, if somebody walked into the bathroom, you were there, but, like, if I was going into the bathroom, I would just put the bolt across the door. Me too, me too. You know, I mean, I just don't think... I don't think it's fair, because it's not... Normally, people attending to their their bathroom habits, it's not exactly something you go in and enjoy. I don't want to dilute you with having to be having chats with people. I'm doing what I need to do, and please go away. But, I mean, I, I can but believe what she said. But, I mean, is he doing his number two while he's chatting to her out the door? Really? See, I don't know. She just said she she feels she's left it too late to say anything. It is never too late to tell somebody that you're really, really bothered that they don't seem to have any decorum when it comes to attending to your ablutions. Mm. They should be done in private should not be a shared exercise it's just not on and i i would i if i were her i would say this you know, everything is a wonderful and this is a wonderful relationship one thing that really bothers me and it's going to have to change is your bathroom habits i really don't want to view them i wonder how common is that i would say it's not common at all yeah yeah, I mean, that. when you're training your, your young people to, to use the potty and all the rest of it, yes. and there's great excitement and clapping and all sorts of <laughs> inducements. Not... He, he didn't move away from that. Maybe, maybe he, that's what he's expecting, is it? Well, I don't know now, but she should suggest to him that maybe you want to go and put on a nappy feck off. Like, I, I, I really, you know, yeah. He needs to stop that. Right. And she needs to talk to him. And she needs to tell him straight out, this really, really bothers me. I really don't want you to do that again. Yeah. And then he has to listen to her. All right. Uh, The third one. Do you know something? Sometimes I wonder. But anyway, the the third letter. Dear Phil, my brother and I are very close and we always have been. There's only a couple of years between us and we're the only children in our family, so we only really have each other. My brother got married to a lovely girl a couple of years ago and we all get on great. They had a baby recently and I was fully expecting to be asked to, to be godmother since I am his only sibling. But instead, they asked her sister and a friend of theirs to be godparents. I was really upset about it, but I let on nothing. I asked him why they chose the friend and he said they always uh, were great friends and he thought uh, he'd be a very good godparent. It felt like a kick in the stomach. I always thought we were close and I was so excited about my first nephew, niece, and bought loads for the baby. Should I ask why they didn't choose me or would I just sound petty? It just really upsets me and I feel he doesn't feel for me uh, what I feel for him. If I were in his position, I wouldn't think twice about asking him. Well, first of all, she's not in his position. And, you know, in her opening line, she says, uh, we only really have each other. He has a wife and a baby. 
and a family and it's very separate to her. And I can understand this close siblings and the only were two together. But when somebody gets married, their significant other becomes their important person. Mm. His sister will still be just his sister. And she had an expectation that she was going to be very involved. But his wife equally had an expectation that she would have the choosing of who was going to be the godmother. And that's her sister. So there's a little... I can understand the upset of this Mm. girl, but I can also understand that his wife would have a very big impact on who was going to be the godparent. Do you know what I mean? I do. It's yeah. it's um and, and and I feel quite sorry for her because she's really hurt by it, hurt enough to ask him. You know, you know, like she said, it felt like a kick in the stomach. Mm. I always thought we were close, and I was so excited about my first um, nephew mm. slash niece, and bought loads for the baby. But you're saying that's no indication of their closeness. Not the at decision. all. It's yeah. not at all, and it's simply in the family where perhaps she had several sisters or she had one sister or whatever and she decided she would be the godmother and he chose a friend of his to be the godfather then. Because hmm. there wasn't going to be more than one godparents. It's interesting. Does she give an indication about her own relationship stage? <clears throat> I would stage? say that, no. I would say she just said we're she? very close there's only a couple of years and we're the only children so we only really have each other. Yes. So the, the poor girl is feeling really left out because when somebody starts going out with somebody else and um, the expectation is that they did what they have done and they've gotten married and they have a baby and that is what he sees now as his family and it's a very profound time in someone's life and the poor girl is probably feeling left out and thought she could play a big part. She's no less going to be playing a big part in this baby's life than anyone else. Mm. She's as welcome as the flowers in May I'm sure at their house and she's getting herself upset about something that's outside of her control. Yes. And she's she's getting upset for a spurious reason. Fellas don't think about things like that. Not at all. They don't they not just do not. And mothers of babies do like to choose who's going to be the godmother. Well, I, I was elected uh, worst godfather in the history of godfathers. Because I, I, I forgot who I was a godfather to. Yeah, but you know what? <clears throat> I think my oldest brother, I think he's probably a godfather to about, I, I don't know how many <laughs> children he's had, Loads it's any of mine anyway, but um, not that it would make a difference. But it was, uh, it's it's astonishing because every so often there's a family WhatsApp group and it's about, you know, and Eamon's my godfather and he's mine and he's mine and he's mine and he's mine. <laughs> it's all coming up on the feed and it makes me laugh, you know. But um, yeah, people can get very upset by things like that, Fran, when there's a, a, a life event and where the person feels that they are s- sidestepped of course, because yes. it, they weren't the person that was picked. And it simply does not exist within the family relationship, the married relationship, the becoming parents relationship, where they should give real thought to how left out she might feel if she's not picked. Whereas the mother of the baby is thinking... My sister is going to be a great godmother for this baby. And he says, well, his friend will be a great godfather. 
because he's not going to have two yeah. godfathers. So there was no malice in it. None no, at no, all. No, 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 none at all. But I do understand her upset and I think she's a little bit feeling alone because she no longer has 100% of him. But she never had 100% of him because, like, brothers were for beating up of as course. well. But did, didn't we have a similar um, story with bridesmaids yeah, a few oh, yeah. months ago, didn't yeah. we? Where, yeah. you know... Again, somebody felt left out because they weren't chosen as... The chief bridesmaid and, oh my God, know. you know, when I think about weddings and stuff like that, it's yeah. just, anyway. A listener says, uh, with regards to the stalking, that man is being stalked. It doesn't matter whether it's male or female. Women can be just as dangerous as men. <laughs> I have a funny feeling as somebody with a history. Anyway, goes on to say, he uh, doesn't give he her his number and she's harassing him daily. Good advice for him would be to contact the guardie before this becomes sinister is that a bit heavy? No, I think the 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 suggestion that if, first of all you can't undo the fact that he didn't that he accepted her friendship request he he shouldn't have in my view if he knew that there's nothing in this but he did tell her yes. that there wasn't a relationship and so this chap is right in terms of that it's it's quite stalkery if mm. you like but he should block her. And if he continues to see her, they should leave wherever they are if she's going to be there. But if she follows, then, you know, yes. he, he might have to, you know, she might have become obsessed with him. I mean, the chap has a valid point. Mm, yeah. Somebody else saying um, they have the same interests. They go to the same places, for God's sake. I text uh, the same people every day and that's it. I don't think any of them consider me a stalker. I consider it to be a form of human contact, so... Yeah, yeah, but you can interpret it. <clears throat> the letter, the letter came from him, and he was informed by watching a program about stalking. Yes, and so then he attributed all the meetings, which might have been happening anyway before they met for the night out, when he had drink taken and she had drink taken. They had a great night, and he bought her a coffee, and then he sent her home in a taxi, which was very gentlemanly. But now he doesn't want to be seen her everywhere he went. But he did accept her friend request and he did tell her, look, I don't see this relationship going any further. Right. So, you know, it's, it's you're between a rock and a hard place, aren't somebody, you? Somebody says, I hope your man hasn't a pet bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a pot. <laughs> Phil, it's always a pleasure. Thanks very much indeed. If you have a problem that you'd like Phil to have a look at, uh, just uh, steer Phil in the subject line and it's to tip FM. Uh, it's not. It's tip today at tipfm.com. Phil, thanks very much indeed. We'll take a break back in a moment. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie.